0: Ready? Steady? Hold on. Hold on. Rock and ruin. Okay. It's always Glenn. Okay. It's no. Always Glenn. I, was, I was messing around with my camera. It's in a different area. Hello, my friends. Thank you for joining us for the Pepcac Podcast, a weekly information security show featuring some all-around good people. It is week 46 of 2023. I'm Chris Louie. And I got bit by a spider while working on my garage this weekend. I'm Spider-Man. Still Spider-Man. That's <laughs> whatever a, spider, a can. spider can. That's right. With me, I have my co-host, the hot dad, who regularly deals with tarantulas the size of dinner plates.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to lie. They're, uh, they're pretty big over here in Arizona. But uh, today, I'm actually in San Jose uh, at the mothership. Had an EBC today with, with the customer. Had a good time. Then we went to dinner, and then it was super late, and I realized I had to record the podcast, so I ran out of there as fast as I could to get over here on time, but it was still freaking 21 minutes late. I will really appreciate the
0: hustle. Would you go five miles in 30 minutes? Is that right? Is that how far Something like that. Yeah. That sounds reasonable for San Jose
1: night traffic. <laughs> It wasn't too bad getting back, honestly. It was the, the the ride there took like forty minutes, but we got back in sixteen minutes. But still the right. wait for the Uber. Not bad. Yeah. Everybody's judging me because I ate a steak,
0: but apparently it was really big. Whatever. Why were they worried about your carbon footprint from all the beef you ate? I think so. Yeah. If anything, jam- I'm
1: reducing the carbon footprint, right? That's one less cow farting.
0: <laughs> Did you have a steak at a vegan restaurant? <laughs> you brought it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. totally you know what's steak. funny is
1: <laughs> I think when I when I first became an architect, I think we went to Seattle to go meet with some big company, and Jeff Ostermiller was there. And uh, he was like all gun ho and going out to dinner, and the customer wasn't feeling it. And so I was like, yeah, man, I'm going to go do my own thing. So I think I remember walking to like a Whole Foods because – the hotel I was staying at actually had a barbecue outside of like a propane barbecue. So I went and bought like a, a grill pit. Yeah. So I bought a, like a big old ribeye, came back, cooked it, Raw. realized I didn't have,
0: right.
1: no, it was, it was medium rare, but it, I realized that I didn't even have like a knife or a fork. So I just, I sat in my hotel room just like eating it. And <laughs> Cave style. Like, caveman style. Caveman style. You know, when the juices went all the way down to my chest mop, right? A little something for my wife later. And then uh, I threw, or I put the plate down and uh, whatever, kind of forgot about it. And the next morning I went to get dressed and I realized that where right, I put my plate down, I had thrown like my shirt that I was supposed to wear that day. And, like, the sleeve <laughs> A giant the, oil stain. into bloody juices. Yeah. So I had <laughs> to wear the exact same thing again. So I was all telling Jeff, I'm like, man, I actually bought another pair of clothes, but. You know, it didn't work out, and he's like,
0: "You're weird." He's like, "We're going to dinner." He's regretting referring you for that job immediately. Did it look like he you had know, murdered same... somebody with all that with all that blood? No, I didn't wear it. Like I got <laughs> yeah. But
1: the funny part was, it's like this is back in the day, like when that at the last time I had ever rent read, read the expense policy for Zscaler, it was like it was like literally twenty five dollars per mil. Like it was like twenty five for yeah. breakfast. Yeah, I didn't know this, but it was, it was as high as like 250 for a day instead of 75. So I thought I was saving the company money by, you know, grilling my own steak and being a good little boy. But yeah, whatever. I, mean, that's I, was what I meant you,
0: you bought a raw steak from Whole Foods and you cooked it on the grill at the hotel. Yes. Yes, that's nice. exactly what I did. Sorry. Now good I you your cooking. Yeah. Nice. And our expense software actually now, if you be frugal, it puts a little flag that says thank you for saving the company money. <laughs> does it really? Yeah, you haven't you haven't eaten cheap meals, so you haven't seen that one yet. No, I haven't. Or if it's but a little even, expensive, but it's within policy, it says, "Hey, this looks a little high." Oh gosh, so <laughs> Just shaming does it a shame. You does it also take into account areas that you are like like that you're in like. Hey, Nine you're not going to get around for like $125, $100 for a, a meal. In right. Like when San I have to San park Francisco. in San Francisco and it's like 50 bucks a day, like red flag, why are you spending 50 bucks on parking? And then for my justification, I put it's San Francisco, yo. I <laughs> <They> never get <laughs> <keep> it back. I <laughs> <They> understand. <laughs>
1: yeah. I had a weird one the other day. I, I think I split a check with somebody. And so I expensed it, so like the the check was like a thousand dollars, right, and so my portion was half, and they like they they kicked it back because the expensed amount didn't reflect what was on the check, so I'm like, you'd rather have me say that I paid a thousand dollars as opposed to this to the five hundred like I don't understand like why we're being jerks about
0: this. But whatever. Anyways, yeah. we have a podcast Ex- to record, guys. Expense reports are a really fun topic for our listeners. So. Right. But, well, let's keep yeah. talking for the next hour about expense it, it'll reports. It'll be part of our <laughs> SE book one day. <laughs> so. We can talk about it for Imagine our your SE podcast. Book. Yeah. <laughs> and we have Glenn Medina, who finally has to cover up his pool for winter. It's gotten uh, pretty cold up here in Northern California. Uh, wrong. Uh, when it rains, you uncover the pool because all that extra weight on top of the pool cover will actually uh, cause damage to the pool cover. So it's uncovered right now due to the cold weather. Um, not to the cold weather, excuse me, to the rain that we just recently had. So, uh, yeah.
1: Do you have that many trees that you get like debris in your pool? I don't understand. What's what's the pool cover about? So rainwater. The rainwater will fill it and collapse it. Yeah. But exactly. no, Like, why even have a cover to begin with? Well, I don't understand that. My
0: neighbors yeah. have my neighbors have. Well, not, not just bugs, but but leaves and stuff like that. But yeah, Children. I, I, yeah. It's unlike, uh, what is it, Phoenix, where there aren't any trees, right? We've got trees here in California, pine needles and stuff like that from the redwood trees and bugs. And yeah, and it's an insurance thing. So in California, I think you have to have two, two forms of protection uh, on the pool. One is either a gate or uh, two gates or a pool cover. And I chose the pool cover because it seems to be a lot better than having to worry. I'm going to run governor
1: it. of California. And instead of calling them pool covers, I'm going to call them pool condoms. <laughs> I'm going to win yeah. solely based yeah. off of that.
0: Yeah. My vote, Brian yes. in the winter, uh, in the summertime, there's a side effect and it's uh it actually keeps the pool warm. Uh, it gets a, the pool warmer about uh, a month, two months ahead of time. So it's it like a really blanket. That's right.
1: Is that a, like mm-hmm. a power, one, or do you have to go out there and roll that yourself?
0: Oh, no. I, I I spent just as much. It was a third of the price of the pool, basically.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Pro tip, we should open
0: up a pool cover company. Yeah, we Let's should. do it. Pebcac Pool Covers. <laughs> no, I guess this week, as we were recording very late at night, since this was the one time we were all available. Mini uh, Glenn's per- problem. My fault. <laughs> yeah, both of you guys. Fault. Both of you guys made me put it there. <laughs> well, you're like a little. Wait, wait, no, on. hold on. Wait, I'm wait, hold off on no, Friday. Yeah, I'm off on Friday. I can't do anything on Veterans Day. It's true. You should be enjoying your your day as uh, someone who served our country proudly. Thank you. And that you, yeah. you coward. Yeah, we thank you for your service. <laughs> we thank. All the veterans out there for their service. Thank you for your service on this this Veterans okay. Day here in the US. Absolutely. You are all
1: better men and women than I will ever be. I appreciate y'all.
0: A You're programming welcome. note for our listeners: From all of us as you may have noticed we've had fewer guests on the show this year because of all of the scheduling conflicts. It's getting harder for us to find the time to record the podcast together. With that said, we'll be taking the entire month of December off for the podcast to give me and my co-hosts a mental health break. With the holidays coming up and an impending move for me, we thought it would be best to take the month off and start again in the new year. We'll record two bonus episodes before we take our break and release them two separate weeks in December. After 138 plus straight episodes, it's time we took a break.
1: Now, with that said, if there is something crazy going on, maybe we'll have like an emergency
0: episode, right? Okay, Yeah. Yeah. December is always a quiet month for InfoSec, right? (laughs) Not true. (laughs) Come on. We have decades of information security experience in here, not just to educate, but to entertain. We've got our usual four awesome stories for you this week. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. This week, we're going to talk about Apple's new privacy feature, a massive botnet disappears overnight, for our third topic, the rise of AI-based crime is alarming, and close with hotel talk. For our first topic, Apple continues to enhance their security and privacy in iOS 17.2, the next release for the mobile operating system. They are adding a new feature called iMessage Contact Key Verification, or CKV, for when someone you are having an iMessage chat with changes phones or adds a new device to their account. iMessage will now alert you to that. Signal already does this today, but Apple is finally adding it to iMessage. The thought is that if someone has fished or stolen your iCloud credentials, they can log into a new device as you and impersonate you to your contacts and they will not know that they're chatting with an imposter. Now, when someone gets a new device or adds a new one to their account, it will display a unique identifying code called a contact verification code for the new device. And you can contact the person you're chatting with out of band through a phone call, a FaceTime, or an in-person meeting to ask if the contact verification code matches the new device they added. Good move, Apple.
1: So I mean, I guess you could use Signal to verify that as well. But I guess we'll we're gonna know when all my rich friends get new phones from now on, It's like every year for for Christopher Louie. and every ten year. years and every ten
0: years for Glenn. For Glenn, <laughs> <laughs> rocking the iPhone eight with the home button. Uh, hey, there's nothing wrong with the iPhone eight. <laughs> What's wrong with you guys? It's still supported, it's great. right? So it's not. It's there's great. nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's no longer supported. I think the iPhone 10 has the latest one to receive the the security updates. Uh oh. <laughs> can <it. laughs>
1: you can you even like can you even log into any new device without MFA? Like, why? This is great. CKV, CK yeah, CKV is here. But I I almost wonder if it's kind of a hey, look, we're doing more security, guys. I th- I but that's believe the whole purpose in... of
0: MFA. someone can fact check me, but I believe MFA is still optional for Apple devices. I don't think it's mandatory. I think we have to fact
1: check because I my wife has MFA turned on. And if there's a person in this world that hates that service would be my wife. And she would never in a million years turn that on by default.
0: But she's part of your iCloud family. So you might have that at a family setting level it's also one of those like if you play with and you turn it on you can't go back either if i'm not mistaken yeah that's true i mean it was important enough that apple built a complete feature around it and the thought process could be either via social engineering or a phishing toolkit that you could fish that mfa code
1: linkedin has an mfa which is like mind-blowing i don't know why you'd have that and you can even do face id for that so every time you open it up it prompts you
0: know who we should have on the show brett james he works here he had a crazy story about his phone getting stolen at a concert in las vegas he was at and it showed all the usual signs like his phone showed up in vietnam on the find my iphone and then he got all these phishing emails for his icloud account because they couldn't deactivate the find my on his iphone without logging into his icloud account and that's exactly why they want to fish you so they can Seal their credentials, log the device out so they could resell it. Because if they don't turn off Find My, then it's only good for parts.
1: Well, I think you just told the whole story, so great job. We don't need that's, your breath. That's
0: the Cliff Notes version, so that's the <laughs> teaser. Like, you know how you go to the movie theater and there's a teaser trailer before the the story, the, the movie? So we'll, we'll get him on one day. He'll, he'll be able to tell the story. It's it's interesting. He wrote two lengthy LinkedIn posts about it. it it's, it's a good story. Well, I think I read that so, one. It was a while back if I remember
1: I love movie previews like if I'm gonna go watch spider-man or something like that and it's got like coming this summer right those movie previews love it if I'm at home and we're trying to figure out what movie we're gonna watch and they want to put on the preview I feel like I don't even want to watch the movie if I watch the preview I feel like oh <laughs> yeah I'm just like so anytime like we sit down they actually do that I leave the room. I'm like, I don't care. Just find something yeah, who, I just don't yeah, want who to Who got watch in trouble preview. for
0: that was Disney. So when Disney first released Blu-rays, they had unskippable previews on their disc and they got into a lot of trouble with that. I remember that. Well, who was the one that passed out the the Reacher previews today? Was that, that was was me that you, Brian? oh was that you? Chris? No, that was oh, me. So so Brian told us the new season's coming. We should actually be sponsored by Amazon because this show is so awesome. I want everybody... I tell everybody about it. I want everybody to watch it. So Reacher, exclusively on Amazon Prime. Season one is out. Go watch it. It's amazing. Season two starts December 15th. Set your calendars. Also looks really amazing. The trailer for season two just dropped today. And, and Re- nothing, Reacher? I don't even know her. Not, not a, nothing against Tom Cruise. <laughs> this this Reacher is actually looks like the Reacher if you re- if you were to read the book, so, right? Yeah, because in the book, so it's based on on the book, and the book says that he's a huge friggin' guy, and then yeah. they chose Tom Cruise, the shortest action hero possible, to play him in two of the movies. They make him look tall. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah but, this guy. Uh, what's what's the guy's like name? Me. He's Al- like Alec. A, he's like a smaller <laughs> version of me. Uh, not Alec. What what's the guy's name? Something. What's the guy's name? The main character. Alec Brixton. I don't care. I'm horrible. I'm, at a, games.
1: Fan. I'm a fan. I'm not a fan. over this dude. He
0: he's he's a good he is a good Reacher. He is portraying himself as an amazing action hero star without ever starring in a movie. Although he was in the last Fast and Furious. Alan Richter, just remembered it. Alan Richter, yeah. He played did, 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 he played on hun- Hunger Games too, didn't he? He was one. Of probably the kids. He got bigger. So he got bigger from Hunger yeah, yeah. Games. Yeah, he got huge. He got huge to play Reacher. Yeah. Yeah, I think he was... I
1: think he in the first season you can see his unit. That was really <laughs> hot in here.
0: Brian replayed that scene about a hundred <laughs> times. not not gonna lie. So much <laughs> girth. Jeez, geez, Brian.
1: The rewind test. I'm messing with fun. Chris because he's gonna have to edit this out.
0: <laughs> I'm not, I'm leaving this in. <laughs> so leaving we'll this see in. if you do All right, well going back to Apple. <laughs> <they're>, <laughs> There's some real-world real, <laughs> real world use cases for this feature, and that's exactly why Signal put it into their app from practically the beginning. Someone going through a divorce, an angry ex-lover could enroll a new device and impersonate their spouse and find out if they have been having an affair or snoop in on conversations with their attorney. Governments can also spy on their citizens by enrolling a new device as them to passively eavesdrop on their communications. And just a thought, so... Tim Cook, he's probably a listener of the show, so if you're out there, uh, this would probably be a good feature for a lockdown mode, so if you enable lockdown mode on your, your iCloud account, if your iCloud account's in lockdown mode, you cannot enroll any new devices, and it's very similar to freezing your credit after a, a data breach. That would be cool, well, just the ability to just go in lockdown mode is just awesome. Would be awesome, right?
1: All I know is that if Chris ever gets divorced, Grace, watch out. He's going to be trying to talk to you <laughs> or eavesdrop on your freaking, your friends, uh, your attorney. Like, uh, why would you even care?
0: Too late. He's already got everything of hers cloned. <laughs> <laughs> I respect the privacy of my spouse very much so. Yes,
1: you do. You're, you're a good old boy.
0: Right. for our second topic, it's been a while since we had a good botnet story. Researchers over at ESET discovered that someone used a kill switch function to take down the Mosey botnet. The Mosey botnet comprised of hundreds of thousands of vulnerable IoT devices. And on August 8th and August 16th of this year, two kill... Two kill switch commands were sent to the devices and they were all cleansed, bringing an end to the botnet that's been around since 2019. The kill switch command was signed by the same private key used to sign the original binary, leading many to believe that Chinese law enforcement either got a hold of the private key and sent it themselves or that they coerced the botnet's creators to shut it down as they were arrested back in July 2021. Mosey was a peer-to-peer botnet that operated with the BitTorrent protocol. It was primarily used for DDoS attacks, data filtration, and command or payload execution. So good riddance.
1: I heard that the, the switch was actually forward slash Hitler. It was good, good little botnet <laughs> cleansing.
0: Oh, my
1: God. <laughs> I was hoping to get that out of, out of Glenn. <laughs>
0: I lose all the jokes. I, I lose it. No, just <laughs> unbelievable.
1: Why do you think they, they programmed a, a kill switch in there? Do you think there's like best practice when we're adding botnets and malwares is to have a little kill switch? Just it's in case the, idea, the robots is there, like, is there a chat GPT kill switch?
0: There is that. There was that job posting a while ago that said, uh, chat GPT kill switch engineer, 300K a year. And all all your one job is if ChatGPT ever becomes self-aware, you just throw the switch and turn it off. But was that real? Probably not. That's a joke. No, no. But WannaCry, if you remember WannaCry back in 2017, that had a kill switch domain. And then Marcus Hutchins activated it and stopped the spread of the virus. Something like that Mm. is probably a good idea to build in because if you remember many, many, many years ago, if you remember the Morris worm, so that was one of the first worms that got out there in the eighties. That really got out of control, took down the almost the entire internet, which was, you know, hundreds of computers back then. And he didn't have a kill switch. He just said you gotta do X, Y, and Z to protect your systems. But just in case something gets out there in the wild and there are unintended consequences, probably a good idea to have some kind of kill switch. You mean like attack yourself or attack ends up? ends up uh, attacking everybody, even even your own systems and whatnot. Just like WannaCry, like WannaCry yeah. could have ended the internet if Marcus Hutchins didn't didn't turn it off. So I don't know at what point North Korea would have turned this kill switch on, but it was bad. I remember being live when that happened.
1: So I just asked ChatGPT, "What is the oldest botnet that's still around?" Was just throwing some stuff out here, some worms. Zeus, yeah, Zeus is be one. Like, there's still like the
0: most popular uh, Nimda and Code Red. I'm sure there's still that Nowhere, way really out there on the internet. Yeah, I'm sure there's still Nimda and Code Red infected computers out there. Holy cow, that's like going to- way back time machine. Yeah, but Zeus, that's that's at least ten years old. When the bank- original banking Trojans now turned into a botnet. So I remember when I first found out. I'm, and by
1: the way, I'm not saying that I'm responsible for Nimda, but I do kind of feel like it was my idea. So I think I was like in eighth grade and I found out like there was like the uh, there's BIOS passwords. So when you turn on the computer, like you'd have to type in the BIOS password. And yeah. I was like, oh, you know what? Um, I'm doing some system level CNET craziness. And I was in, I was about to cuss right now, but I decided not to do it. So, anyways, I made the the password metsys, it was system backwards. And I thought I was so clever. And then I was like, helping out the teacher. She's like, Yeah, we can't get the computers on. It's like, Oh, you don't know about the secret command? And then I typed in Metsys. <laughs> I thought it was so cool. I wasn't, though. Zero cool. You were zero
0: cool. <laughs> zero cool. Gosh. Slightly
1: above average.
0: Now we're going. Now we're going. Hack hackers. the planet. Uh, hack, hack, the hack the planet. Them. Don't you know there's I need a need to go back on, to. On, on, at, the, at the roof? In the roof. Yeah, the roof of the school. There's a pool. Ocean from Property in Arizona. It's a great country song. <laughs> I have feeling saying? Brian hasn't watched this. He's not getting any of our references. No, he's not at all. <laughs> yeah, what are you guys talking about? I don't even know. <laughs> the movie Hackers <laughs> in the 90s. <laughs> Hack the planet. Hack the planet. No? Still? No, I never saw it. Oh, All damn. right. This is a That's mandatory it. watch on our guys' trip, then. if it is, it going to be real, though? It's got is Angelina it? Jolie. It. It's got Angelina Jolie in it. Yeah, and a very, very young Johnny Lee Miller. Who the heck is Johnny Lee Miller? <laughs> it's the guy from Elementary, UK actor. He was in season, I believe, three of Dexter. He was the bad guy. Jordan Chase. Oh, uh, okay. How See, about never, we just watch Mr. Dexter. Robot?
1: <laughs> Dexter's a good one. I'll tell you what.
0: That and boiler room. That's going to be on the list. Mm, yeah, coffees for closers. That's right. We don't pinch the. From there. No, that's that's a, that's a different movie. Coffee for closers. <laughs> a yeah, movie that's Glenn that. Gary Glenn Ross. Yeah, that's actually a boring movie. In the movie. Yeah, that's, that, that's the one good scene. Yeah. 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 All right. The, we the smile, the yet, ear again? to ear. For our third topic, this was the topic for last month's Darknet Diaries episode about voice impersonation and the various ways people are extorting victims using AI. Called it. For the Darknet Diaries episode, it focused on India and the new kinds of scams over there. A victim gets a call pretending to be a relative and they say they're in big trouble. One example was a man that went to a nightclub and someone he was with almost killed a bartender there, but now he's being charged with the assault. The call sounds very convincing, and when the victim's relatives hands the, the call over to someone who claims to be a lawyer, they ask for a few thousand dollars to start the defense, but they need it right away, and they need it by Western Union, or else the relative is going to jail for at least 20 years. Union. Oh,
1: my gosh. Bye-bye, Grandma. I think twist. anytime anything begins with
0: Western Union,
1: you just got to know it's not
0: going to end well. Then Target cards, right? Target gift yeah, cards. Yeah, gift cards, Western Union, all huge red flags. But in the developing world, and maybe even in India, they might not be as educated to these types of scams out there. And when you listen, on, on the Darknet Diaries episode, they actually play the audio, or they recreate the audio of it. It sounds pretty darn convincing, so you'll have to listen to it. I can see why people might fall for it. So no accent, pure English? No, no, it, it, it's girl. an accent because they're trying to mimic the sound of their relative, but it's sort of, it's, ah. it's like bad connection. It's garbled a little bit. So if you have like a cousin or something you haven't talked to in, in a while, you might not know. You know, this is their exact voice and they, they know enough details to make it convincing that says, oh yeah, my dad. Had a heart attack last, you know, last year, last month. And he, I can't tell my dad because he had a heart attack, and if I tell him again, he might have another heart attack. It might kill him. So they know details, like very specific details of the people that they're they're attacking. The and <laughs> could you imagine, Brian? Probably Brian like, I hate that uncle. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good the uncle pred- used to touch good, me. Good Brian. credits. Ah. like, yeah, I'll let him rot in jail. <laughs> I feel
1: like I actually heard this story, maybe not in Dark Knight Diaries, but I remember hearing the the audio, or maybe I saw like some some video. But yeah, it was like, someone's daughter's crying, and it sounds dislike her. Yeah, it's pretty wild.
0: Yeah. So the new twist. So you might be referring to the new one. So a new twist on the scam, which will be presented by Trend Micro at the upcoming Black Hat Europe, is AI powered fake kidnappings. Mm -hmm. One story they detail is of a mother who got a convincing call from someone claiming to be her daughter, and then the kidnappers demand a ransom payment. The scam was well-researched as the daughter was halfway around the world attending a ski academy. The scammers also called the, the real daughter, pretending to be a wrong number, to get a voice sample from her to synthesize using an AI voice generator. Luckily, the mother was able to get a hold of her real daughter and determine that it was actually a scam. Had the hackers did something like a SIM swap attack against the daughter's phone, that could have made the story even more convincing because the mother would have no way of contacting her daughter.
1: How wild would it
0: be if like, the mom's like,
1: ugh, really? Susie's gone? You got her? Just keep <laughs> her, right? Just hangs up the phone. And six <laughs> months later, it's like, it's Thanksgiving and... Susie shows up, like, what the hell are you doing here? You're supposed to be dead. <laughs> we thought we were rid of you. That'd be terrible. But yes, this is the the one I had actually heard.
0: This is terrible. <laughs> just, could you imagine having to deal with something like that? And then it's like, oh, gosh. I've told it was a scam. Yeah, yeah. It, the scams are getting more inventive, right? So just like the ones where you get a text saying this is your CEO please give me, a, I'm in a meeting, but please, please give me a call later on or text me when you're available. And it's like, oh God. And one of the things that Jack, a reciter, talked about on the Knight Diaries is that he has relatives and he's gotten into, you know, fights with some of his relatives that they're estranged so that somebody could turn him in and try to do the scam on him. So Jack said that he tells people he, care, people he cares about this is a code word, and if you're ever kidnapped, give the kidnappers this code word because if they don't give me the code word, I'm not going to believe that they actually have you. So that's one of the steps you can take that it's not kind of an awkward conversation to have, but it's it's a good security measure that if anyone's ever kidnapped, you have to say this code word, otherwise I know this is a scam, and I'm going to hang up. What's the code word? Give me the word What's the code word? Big Mac? <laughs> Big Mac. Is that I is love, it I Mc love rib. the McRib. <laughs> <laughs> McRib. <laughs> That's the code word. Oh my or, gosh. Or McRib backwards. What is that? A, a bir, a burg a burkum? a burkum?
1: a, ber-kim? <laughs> a uh, I'm sorry. Did you, did you say um, code word or safe word? Because I'm confused. <laughs> Two wildly different things. So make sure that we're on the same page here.
0: <laughs> hey, speaking about AI, have you guys heard any of the new ones where the AI powered, like, uh, find out if your spouse is cheating on you type stuff? Have you seen that? No. What's that I about? have not. What, it, what yeah, kind of AI would do that? Well, I guess what they do is they set up... Uh, the AI sets up these, uh, these Tinder accounts or these uh, social networking oh. accounts and tries to you know, search for your wife and then it tries to get a match and see if they'll go on a mm. date with your fake AI setup. So there what? was I... a radio show. So this is, uh, this is probably t- 15 years ago, maybe more. There's a radio show. They used to do a segment called The Love Trap. And they would do still exactly do it. that. They still yeah. do that. With... Balthazar and Maria, I Actually, I, I vividly remember that. And there'd be segments that they would, uh, a spouse would call in the radio station and says, I think my husband or I think my wife is cheating on me. So let's say it's a, it's a, a wife calling the radio station and they say, my husband's cheating on me, I'm pretty sure. So the radio station would call the husband and say, hey, you're... You know, did you buy a car at this dealership? You're like, Yeah, yeah, I did buy the car at this dealership. Well you want a prize. So you have, you know, two concert tickets to this Beyonce concert. Um I just need to know the name of the t- the person you want to bring. So you're we have a ticket for your name. Who do you want to bring? And then they would give the name of the mistress and then the wife would jump on I was like, Who is this? Who is who who is this? <laughs> Why are you not taking yeah. me? <laughs> the good ones are the ones that that it's like, yeah, I want to take my wife, right? And then and and they'd say and then they're like Okay, hey, just want to let you know that you're 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 very loyal to your wife. She's on the line, and, and the guy goes, "Oh my God, Maria, are you are you seriously doing this again? Now of all things, <laughs> don't you? What do I have to do to show you my trust? Oh my God, you're just bat <laughs> crazy." <laughs> so,
1: you know what's funny about that is I was in Seattle, and I think it was I don't know if it was Uber back in the day, but I was talking to this guy. He's, he's like oh where are you from i'm from arizona he's like do you ever listen to uh john jane rich i'm like yeah they're like a local celebrity i don't know you know morning show he's like are you familiar with war of the roses which is very much like the love sure. trap i'm like oh yeah let's do all the time man. There's some real scumbags on there he's like yeah he's like i'm the scumbag i'm like what do you mean he's like we're just voice actors we just re- we pre-record all that stuff it's not none of those stories are actually true <laughs> i'm like shut up are you serious he's like Every single time, he's like, "You have no idea, like who's going to pick up the phone at six thirty in the morning and have I'm this conversation?" That. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Oh yeah, you're kind of right." Now it's starting to make sense, but yeah, it was like I was so I was like, "So let down." I was like, eh, "They've been messing with me this whole time," and I stopped listening to them
0: altogether. You know what I say with the War of the Roses? It's like, "Oh yeah, I'd like to send it to my mom." <laughs> mm,
1: yeah, because right. I love
0: my mom. <laughs> yeah, that's the same. I'm gonna send time, it to right? myself. Yeah.
1: To Brian, love Brian. That's
0: right. Yeah. Yeah, well that's that's interesting though because you know AI is the new area people are going into and that's just going to be one of the side effects that people choose to use the technology this way. So, By the way, think...
1: going back to your original thing here, uh you don't need AI to tell you that your spouse is cheating on you if they have a Tinder account. Like <laughs> <laughs> uh, hmm. let's think about that real quick
0: or an Ashley Madison account yeah, yeah. Like, there's what, the can- urban legend there's a uh, there's an SE at an unnamed security vendor that put a a security device at the edge of their network. And just for, you know, either testing purposes or like, yeah, I'm going to send all my home traffic through this security device. And then found out his wife was having an affair because he saw all this traffic going to AshleyMadison.com. He's like, well, I'm not going there. So who else in the house is going there then? His kid,
1: grandma, (laughs) grandma. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Hey, uh... so these guys, I, I guess these, these companies or these, um, these attackers they're they're creating their own LLM engine. I mean, are they what what are they doing here? They're not they're not taking chatbot chat GPT and creating something like this, right? They're they're basically creating their own AI from this. Yeah, there's there's some services out there that use AI to impersonate voices, so our there was actually a, a story in our local news, NBC News, that our CEO, Jay Chaudhary, he was impersonated. Somebody impersonated his voice and basically did the, the gift card scam that said, hey, you know, I'm, I'm in a meeting right now. Uh, the, the connection's bad. I'm going to text you, but I need you to do something for me. And that was a, a completely synthesized uh, AI voice. And then, of course, the text message comes through and says, I need these gift cards send them, send them to me. So they're just probably just buying the audio. They're typing it in, buying the audio that comes out of that, and then sending that. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, there there's some services out there. So if you remember, was it Don Ruckles? So he passed away before Toy Story Four was completed, and he's he was one of the voices. I think he's the voice of Ham. Maybe he he was one of the voices, but. Uh, essentially, they said they used all his past recordings to synthesize his voice so that he could be in Toy Story 4 and live on as the character. So this is something very similar with just with the power of AI. Nowadays, Toy Story 4 was like you know four years ago. So think of the advancements now that you can make really convincing voice audios of people that, that sound like them. A... Well, they can do video too, right? Because uh, Princess Leia had passed away before they filmed the last movie. Or Star Wars. Yeah, better Elon Musk. (laughs) Yeah. All those crypto scams with Elon Musk. Or um, Paul Walker, the Fast and Furious 8, I think it was. Mm -hmm. He died halfway through the filming of that. So they had his brother stand in and they used all the past images of him to make it look like he finished the movie. Yeah. Didn't make me cry,
1: guys. Just kidding. Don Rickles (laughs) played, I don't know if it was Ham, but he played Mr. Potato Head. Oh, that I was it. His that was it.
0: Yeah. Not yeah. him. Yeah. You're right. It was uh, Mr. Potato Head. It was wrinkles, not runkles, right? Not runkle. Eh, whatever, Glenn.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what I do remember is back in the day when uh, on Howard Stern, do you guys remember Artie Lane at all?
0: Yeah. Artie
1: Lane. Yeah. Artie Lane. The comedian? Uh, yeah, the comedian. Like, I mean, he was just. Like, he had the best gig, but freaking heroin is a terrible drug. I'll tell you what. Was he the one but that had, like had the had... worst
0: first pitch of the Mets game ever? And Howard. No, King, like that was Gary.
1: Down. That was okay. Baba Bui. Yeah. But no, uh, Artie was just like, he just had some of the funniest stories, but he had a story about the first time he met Don Rickles, and the guy came up to him. He's like, look at you, you little baby gorilla. Like, he was just so mean, but it, like and it, and it like every time he would tell a story, like he'd be dying laughing, but nobody's around was laughing. But he would he just thought it was the funniest damn thing ever. Uh, gosh, I was a big big Stern fan back in the day. Not so much yeah,
0: anymore though. Yeah, I've heard his show changed a lot right, as of recently. But even even when he moved to XM exclusive, I think he was okay for a bit, and then I think mean, was it, maybe was it COVID? After COVID, he. Took a huge turn for the worse. Uh, I, even
1: before COVID, so I would say the first five years on on Sirius, he was he was pretty good. But then, like, I don't know if it was just like having daughters. I wonder if daughters changed him, like his perspective on life. And I know he was in therapy for a long time as well. Not saying that there's anything <laughs> wrong with him and nothing wrong with me, but it's kind of an interesting perspective. Like he's he's definitely. If you were to listen to it now, and I haven't listened to it in a while, it's still over-the-top wildness of, like, you know, like, how would you say it? Like, he's not picking, or he's not doing anything against women anymore, but when it comes to homosexual stuff, like, it is all over the board. This is wild. But there's, there's more of a, a respect, I guess, you can say, for women. And that's the only thing I can think I,
0: I think The only thing that son, has anything daughters. to do is just maturity in general like 60 now. he hasn't matured by then <laughs> like, <laughs> that's his brand. <laughs> well there's inner voice and outside voice right maybe his conscience is starting to get the better of him.
1: I don't know I think I think daughters change me a lot so that's true especially as they get older. I think that's that's my thing but I could be wrong that that that's the only thing I can think of. I still like a good fart joke though <laughs> which still kind of aligns with his uh, his mantra today from a com- uh, from a comedian or from a comedian side, comedic. but yeah, from a uh, very what would you say? He's a uh, he's not base. What's the opposite of base? I guess woke. Is that what, what it is? Yeah, yeah, definitely more of a, a woke person.
0: For our last topic, and it will be a rotating topic every week. This week, we're going to talk about what is the first thing you do when you enter a hotel room. We all travel quite a bit. I know Brian is actually in one right now. What is your routine? Outside of turn the lights on? <laughs> what are we talking about? Yes, <laughs> outside of
1: turning the lights on. I mean, obviously, the first thing I do is <laughs> You have
0: to edit that out. <laughs> Oh, for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah, it's that it's, you hold it in for the the plane ride and the airport, and once you get into your hotel room, that's that's. So let's reframe one. this. Brian so you know was uh, Brian it. was actually early to the call, but he was just taking a twenty minute. T- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: So so you can use this idea. Of, the first thing I do when I arrive in a hotel room is use the restroom because let's be honest with you, like. You go to the if you get to the airport early, it's still disgusting. It's an airport, right? And you don't want to you don't want to dump on the plane. That's that's not respectful to anybody. And no, the same thing when you get off the plane, not. you don't want to do it. Man, I just make a beeline right for that, and then I unpack.
0: <laughs> so Pants to speak, around yes. the
1: ankles. Just kidding.
0: <laughs> oh, what about okay. you guys? I uh I go straight to the window and I open it and see what my view is going to be like. Oh, there's no views where we're at. <laughs> no, definitely not. We have a whole uh, Slack channel yeah. for that.
1: Oh, poor guys. I see a... Uh, Air fish, conditioner. Uh, Air yeah. conditioner.
0: <laughs> Air conditioning I'm on the unit. first floor, too. <laughs> That's you terrible. Old... Yeah. yeah. What what I do is I, I go in, and if I haven't already assessed, like if it's a big hotel, like when we were at the Caesars or the Harrah's, And I just go to the elevator, go to my room. So the first thing I do is I close the door. I look at the map that's posted of the floor plan. You fucking (laughs) nerd. Behind the door. Where's my escape route? All the exits. (laughs) I do a search oh and gosh. assess for the room. I go to the window. I make sure it's closed. Make sure it can't be open. If, if I'm on a high floor, I just do check sh- all the possible entry points for, for somebody. And, oh, by the way, I always travel with a Surefire flashlight too because you always need a, f- a flashlight by your bed in case the power goes out or there's smoke. And then you have that flashlight to be able to see where you're going to go. Do you check the closet to see if someone's hiding inside there? No. Yeah, you looking under the bad. bed
1: for a monster? <laughs>
0: <laughs> or are you are you are you like my wife that you you wipe everything down with some antibacterial wipes, no, just to make sure not, that there's I'm not that COVID bad. anywhere. <laughs> no, and, and actually, I of the many many years I've been traveling for work, I never watch the TV, so I never turn on the the TV. Even if I have time to kill, like I'll watch, I'll put the TV on on my iPad. But I never watch the hotel TV for some reason. Oh wow! Yeah,
1: same. Does anyone else take a uh, a black
0: flashlight and look for uh, Uh, disgusting stains? (laughs) No, (laughs) I don't want to know. The one (laughs) one thing I've heard is you should actually check for bed bugs because that's that's a real thing, and you could bring that home in your luggage. That they are really resilient, and they will. So I actually do that. I do check for bed bugs. Yeah, they said there's there's things like you you could pull the mattress away from the headboard because they'll always change the sheets. So you can't tell that, but if you pull the mattress away from the headboards, if you see signs of bed bugs, that's that's the place to look. Have you guys ever met anyone that took bed, bu- bed bugs home? Like it no. is pretty nasty. Yeah, I, I've heard stories of it. I don't know anyone personally that's done it, but I've yeah. also heard of people that, when they come home, they unpack their luggage in the bathtub and leave it there for three days or something just to make sure. And then if that's good, then they'll bring the luggage into the rest of the house.
1: Yeah, I don't set my luggage down on the bed or anything like that. I use that little fold-out thing.
0: Yeah. I'm super sketched out. So on a related note of what I had to bleep out of Brian saying was <laughs> the comforter. So the comforters on the bed, the, you know, the top layer, they rarely mm-hmm. get changed. I don't know if that's a wide-known fact about the hotel industry. They change the sheets because that touches your body. The sheet above that, maybe, maybe not. But the comforters rarely get washed. So I, I rip away the comforter before I... I lay on top of the bed.
1: Yeah, when we were in Vegas
0: with Chris, like, yeah, there was a
1: whole, like, the the sheet or the comforter was on the floor. I remember that I was balled up in the corner. I was like, what the hell happened here? And then he had, like a like, this map. It looked like it was drawn with crayons of his, of his <laughs> escape route in case something terrible happened.
0: It's <laughs> better be prepared. Not needed, right? And his flashlight right next to it. <laughs> Chris,
1: you don't check the Bible for 20?
0: No. I, I think I did that as a kid because I heard those stories. But then after checking too many of them and not getting rewarded, I kind of gave up on that. But you, baby. you actually believe there's a twenty inside there? Has anyone ever picked up a twenty I've inside of a that. Bible? I don't no. know if it's an urban legend, but yeah, it's like people that get reading to the Bible. Yeah. So, uh, listeners out there, if you've ever found a twenty or money in the Bible, let us know. All right, I, I got one question for you guys. What temperature do you guys set it, the room to when you guys get in? Or do you guys don't even oh, touch
1: it? Yeah, Chris is a terrorist. <laughs> like we're a serial killer. Come I'm on, Chris! Like tell like tell Brian's gonna that...
0: roast me for that one.
1: Yeah. Let's keep it like a, a, a chilly 80 degrees. <laughs> like
0: 71, 72? It, it uh, varies because like a 71 in one hotel doesn't equal a 71 in another hotel. So you kind of have to do it by feel. Yeah.
1: No, thank Could, you. A, as low as it can go. I got the sun cranked down to
0: 60 right now. Oh my gosh. It's like, like he's wearing a hoodie and a jacket in this hotel room like a psycho. Yeah.
1: No, I'm wearing a hoodie because I didn't want you to see the shirt I was wearing. The and that one. sounds weird saying that out loud. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but whatever. And yeah, I'm not cold. You're cold.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I set mine to 73. So. <laughs> in, in the wintertime, I set it to 73. In the summertime, I set it to about 71
1: so in chicago it let me set it to 55 oh, and wow. it got so cold in my room it actually turned off at one point in time
0: did it frost was there icicles hanging it inside the room? It over there, it there may over have been
1: yeah what was that uh chris i was
0: gonna say yeah there might have been frost and that's the reason it turned off
1: oh it clicked back on after a nice lengthy fart nice <laughs> it up a little bit
0: but <laughs> what, what's your routine glenn as far as what getting into the room, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I in, Duh. turn the lights on, I dump my bags, I go to the window, I check to, I check to see what's outside, see what's around. Um, depending on uh, where I'm coming from, if I'm coming from dinner, I'm probably like Deech, and I'll head straight to the bathroom. Um, <laughs> if I've uh, just try to relax, uh, then I then I go check the temperature, turn the TV on because I like I like my noise. I like noise. Yeah. One, one of the things I do is when I check in, I almost always ask the front desk person, what's a good place to eat around here? Cause I always trust the locals. Like if you go on Yelp or the reviews or anything, you know, those could be skewed. But if you ask the locals, it's, I, I respect their opinion a lot more.
1: You'll yeah. respect it a lot less when they say Denny's. You're like, Oh, whatever. <laughs>
0: I'm at that point to where I've traveled a lot and I'm staying at pretty much at the same hotels wherever I go. How about you guys? You guys stay at the same hotels or are you guys at different hotels or wherever? It doesn't matter. It's, it's wherever corporate puts us, unfortunately, depending oh, on who we're visiting. That's rough. That's uh, really yeah. rough. When I got to choose I'm a my hotel, habit. I, yeah, yeah, and I had a customer in a specific location, I would visit them a lot. Then, yeah, I would always stay in, in the same hotel. Yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, same. Uh, although, if I can say in a place that I'm already familiar with, I'll do it. But as of uh, you know, this last year, I feel like I've been going all over the place, all new
0: places all the time. We continue to get great comments about our dad joke of the week. Dad joke of the week. This week, I'm up. <laughs> do, 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 do. Every it's morning, I here. announce to my family that I'm going jogging, but then I don't go. It's a running joke. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right to wrap things up apple is implementing contact verification the mosey botnet is dead ai powered kidnapping is becoming a thing and always check for exit pass when checking into a hotel that's all i have for this week we hope you enjoyed this week's episode you can find us all on linkedin links will be in the description Follow us on Instagram at Pepcac Podcast. Thank you to all our listeners and subscribers who raised five stars to the iTunes store and Spotify and left us a review. We appreciate you all spreading the word to help grow the show. The best way to find us is to search for the Pepcak Podcast and your favorite podcast listening app. my co host Brian Deach and Glen Medina, I'm Chris Louis. Thanks for listening. We'll see you all next weekend. As always, have a nice day.
1: Share this with 10 friends or I am going to kill myself.
0: I Felicia одна из т.